I'm in it for the long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She said she got the answers. I still ain't figured this out. She said he got the cues. I still ain't figured this out, man. Let's go. It's your homie, Kill C. Ray. Welcome back to another episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. Platformcollection.com is where you'll find everything that we do. Go there right now. We got shows on shows on shows galore and more to come. We're not even close to uh, being finished, done creating what we're going to create by the end of the year. So go there if you want to support us. Uh, make sure you support the artists we support, um, and that'll be enough for us. Um, or if you want to do that little bit of extra, go on over to, um, platformcollection.com. You can buy some merch. Uh, that would be super dope. Um, uh, we got these dope, uh, I take hip hop personal, um, merch items there. I, I think we just added like, um, a, a record, uh, like, you know, for people who would like to go record shopping, like the dude we have on the show today, he goes record shopping occasionally. I don't know if he's still there. We'll ask him about that. But um, my homie, DJ Root, is going to be in with a, with us in a few minutes. Um, we just wanted to bring you up to speed really quick. If you guys are trying to catch us on our schedules of shows, remember that you can go over to um, uh, platformcollection.com or pl at platform collection on Instagram. Um, a lot of the shows we're putting, we're rebroadcasting them on Instagram TV. So you can go there, but everything is also moving to YouTube. Um, with the introduction of two new show, please go there. Check that out. Two TV is an amazing show. Um, I think we've really captured something. Trust me. I'll, I will tell you this. We have been, um, trying to get two to do a show for shit. Since I met him, I guess. Um, actually, the show that he's doing right now is literally a show that we pitched him a long time ago um, when we first met him. That was originally what we wanted to do. So it's really dope to be doing that now with him. Uh, you can catch our links are over there as well. Thank you to all the Tumex fans um, that are tuning in. That's super dope. You guys are awesome. Um, but with no further ado, man, I got... Dude, I'm, we're about to get into a life story right now. Some of it that I know, some of it that I don't know. Um, I'm going to get to the bottom of it all, though. But my my man, DJ Root, is in the house. What DJ up? Root, what's <laughs> up, bro? Um, first of all, just so we can um, uh, have full transparency, you and I are – how long have we been friends now? Do you, do you remember? Shit. The beginnings yeah, of Hip Hop Wens is pretty much how we can trace it, right? Like a little before yeah. that. And we've we met like at BattleBot Battle like a year yeah, like prior to that. <laughs> Which when was I it? thought you were like a, a security guard and yeah, I was super when I, scared. You I was the bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we're gonna get into the my people a lot of people I'm finding out are, are scared to approach me. So that, Yeah, that's I wonder why. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Um, especially if you get to know me. <laughs> especially if you get to know him. We're both wearing our Hip Hop Wens shirts. That's super dope. Shout out to Kali. Um, yeah, he's, he's a, that was even... That no, was not planned. That, that was not planned. Yeah. Kali, that's real. That's real <laughs> devotion. <laughs> but that, that's, oh, why, that's why we're residents yeah. for life. Yeah, I mean, got, got the stickers Oh, look at that. Too, you know? Oh, my God. It's like a, it's like a Hip Hop Wens commercial. But, um, oh, yeah. dude, so... 
for people who don't know, uh, DJ Root is a DJ, of course, and a producer, a performer, um, personality. Uh, yeah. He's he's been a guy who um, has been in the hip hop scene in San Diego from its early beginnings, um, dipping in and out of different um, uh, uh, eclectic uh, signs yeah. of hip hop. Right? Because you're you're one of those dudes who really supports all the elements. You're known yes, in the yes. in the b boy community. Obviously, the MCs love you. You're currently uh, Dre Cat and Cali the Dreamers DJ tour DJ. Yeah. Um, so, and you've been my DJ many times. You've DJ for the yeah. Fresh Date. Uh, the Fresh Date. You are also the Happiness of Pursuit Festival's official DJ, DJ Roots. Yes. Man, that's fresh. crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's that's just a little bit of like where we're at with it. But since this is your, this is man. And I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm actually ashamed to say this. This is, <laughs> since this is your first time on crappy. Awesome. Um, yes. as a, as a one on one interview way overdue, we're going to start from the beginning. Like we do with anybody who's on the, on for their first time. So where were you born? I was born in Garden city, Michigan, uh, on the outskirts of Detroit, pretty much. Uh, okay. Like, how long did you, yeah. um, how long were you there? Oh man, I was in Michigan until I like I would bounce around, but I was in Michigan until I was like fourteen. Okay, and then I came came out here. <laughs> and then okay, so at fourteen, what kind of kid were you at at fourteen? Oof, mischievous, troubled, like yeah. confused, just like all the things I'm not now. I'm still am now, but I was a kid just. Trying to find himself. I went through a bunch of shit that we're going to get into along yeah. the way. Yeah. And 14 was those years where I had to start making like tough decisions and shit. So, yeah. Well, so what was yeah. it like? What was the environment around you? Um, family situation, which is obviously a big part of your story. Fam- yes. Like you've, you've been one, you're one of those people who has been able to create a family, be part yes. of a family, participate in family um, is okay. So, what was the family like at that point? What was the dynamic? So at that time, I'm the oldest of five. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I have four other siblings. I'm the oldest. Uh, grew up, we were, we were poor. Like, yeah. I was reminiscing with my younger brother just a few days in preparation of this. Yeah. There were seven of us. My, my, my mom was a single mother. Uh, we lived with my grandmother. We... All seven of us lived in a one-bedroom apartment. Wait, so like, let's do the wait, 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 wait. Let's do the numbers. Yeah. So yeah. seven, seven. Uh, how many? Like, like, break it down. Brothers, sisters, clients, so, what? There's, how? There's so it was me. So let me let me start with the adult adults. There was okay. my grandmother, my okay. mom, my me, my brother Ryan, my brother Marquise, and the twins Jalen and Justin, who are the. Wow. Was supposed to only be, yeah. So we all lived in. Uh, one one bedroom apartment in a high rise in Detroit called the Booster Projects. Uh, we had bounced around. I my my childhood we always bounced around. Yeah, we never lived in any place too long. Never really made a bunch of friends growing up. The only people who like were friends were family because uh-huh. we ended up living with family a lot. And are you the are you the oldest in the in the line? Yes, kids, you're the oldest. All boys. Yeah. All, all boys and one girl. One girl. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. One girl. She's tough as shit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like we bounced around a lot, lived with other family members, normally in places that weren't big enough to house five kids and their mom, 
Um, what was like mom, said, mom doing? What 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 was mom doing at that time? Like was she? Mom, like I said, mom was she was she was holding it down, um, trying to like work one job. I was taking care of the kids. Yeah, because for for the most part, a lot of people growing up, when you're you feel like a burden. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I, I'm the, the oldest kid. I'm getting the kids ready for school. I'm cooking them dinner. I'm like helping them do their homework while also taking care of the shit I had to do. Right. Which is also like I didn't have a childhood for the most part. Right. Um, like at 14, so. most kids are. Um, I mean, let me see if I can remember. I think I was like playing. May I mean, I didn't really have many words, just playing and kind of making friends. But it's a super yeah. like sensitive time of your life as well, right? Because at 14, yeah. you're becoming you're this teenager now, and yeah. And it seems like for you, yeah, it seems like for you, you were kind of thrown into like the man of the house thing, though, right? Yeah, I was always the man of the house. I okay. was, I had to had to hold it down. Like I said, if mom had to go to work, I had to be the one, like I said, doing all these things for these other kids and looking out for myself. Occasionally, we would have the family help. Shout out to my aunts who would mm-hmm. come over, make sure we're good, bought us new clothes, make yeah. sure we have food. Like we, like I said, grew up extremely poor. <laughs> we didn't yeah. have shit. Like there's been times where like my mom may have been dating a dude who may have been like nice to us, but it's at the same time, I got trust issues. Did you so, have the, like, did uh, you have the opposite of that as well though? Like where she was dating dudes, maybe that weren't nice to you guys. Oh yeah. We definitely had that. Like there were yeah. like, dudes. I definitely, I, I fought a few dudes. Oh like, wow. 13 and 14. How big I were you? Always, how, how big were you? Were you already? Cause how tall are you now? Man, I'm like six two now. Six like, two. Okay. Were you how, yeah. how tall were you then? Probably not that tall. Like I don't remember. Like I just like like I said, the, the beginnings, even like when my before my grandmother passed, I remember like fighting her boyfriend. Oh wow. Like because wow. he was doing some stupid shit. Yeah. So like yeah, I had to be like the man of the house. I also grew up in not the best situations. Like my mom, like she has her problems mentally yeah. and things like that. So like I always had to like watch out for her, make sure she was doing like the thing she had to be doing to stay on track. Like it, it, it was it was different, man. And at the end of the day, like I, it's gonna like my life story is gonna sound weird, but I wouldn't change anything about it. Yeah, yeah, you've told me that a, a bunch of times, and it's why I think like you know telling the story is so important because yeah. you know there's a lot of people. I mean, you I've I've sat with you talking yeah. with other friends through problems. And, and when I, in all honesty, man, when I get back home and I'm just going over the thoughts and then I think about your life and I'm like, yeah, that wasn't that big of a problem in comparison. Right. And I know everybody has their own, own thing and I respect that, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I always think that, but yeah, let's stay on track. Okay. So 14, um, you're already kind of having to do man stuff. Are you, do you have. Do you have money at all? Are you like, are you finding ways to get money or like at 14? So, okay, so that's a part two. Yeah. Because at that point, like, we were on, like, food stamps. We were getting uh, things from the government, things like yeah. that. But split between five kids and one adult, that shit runs out quick. Sure. They don't, give, they don't give you much. So I was panhandling. I get, like, in Casa de Oro and Spring Valley and shit. At 15, we got kicked out of our apartment. Wait, so, you, so the, you're in San Diego. So we, you, went, you left Detroit. You came to San Diego. Yeah, we're in San Diego. And plus, staying with family. Staying, yeah. So, luckily, we got an apartment at one point in our life. 
one of we had an apartment. It was two bedrooms. That was like a major upgrade. Wait, why did you guys leave Detroit? My grandmother passed away. My oh, grandmother, gotcha. yeah, she had, she passed away because of uh, HIV complications. And that was so, your and that was kind of like your guys' lifeline to the city, right? Like that was the only yeah, reason you were even there. Yeah, like I yeah. grew, like I said, in Detroit, we lived in a high rise. I lived, like I said, we lived in that one bedroom apartment. Yeah, sleeping, like going to school. And my grandmother was dying at that time, too. Oh, wow. So I was wow. seeing my grandmother deteriorate like as I lived there. And your to mom the point, was seeing this. Yeah, my mom was yeah. seeing this. I was taking care of my grandmother. My mom was trying to go to work and things like that. Like, I'm cleaning, doing all this stuff. So, like, I had to like, learn how to, like, hold it down. Yeah. So, it was, like you said, it was tough because my grandmother, like, the one thing, like, I was, over, I was raised by a majority of women. Yeah. So, like, which is weird because as the story goes on, you guys, yo, you was raised by a majority of women, but like, there's a bunch of shit. Like, I still didn't like learn, but I learned how to cook, clean, do all this shit at an early age. Right. Um, out of necessity, pretty yeah. much, though, right? Because no one else was going to do it. Yeah. No, nobody else was like coming to check on us. Like, like I said, in Michigan, we have more family, things like that. Yeah. But it was, it was everybody, it was everybody. Okay. Was so, you get out to San Diego, and now obviously there's is there yeah. there's a little less support, right? But there's still some support in the city. Yeah, from yeah, family, so like, like grandfather, um, and, uncles, and aunts out here. And so you're going, are you? So you're pretty much starting almost like your high school career in in a new city. Mm-hmm. Um, are you even yeah. going to school? Are are, are you are you do you I'm, go? I'm still I'm still going to school. And fu- funny thing, at that time, I was excelling at school. Yeah. Um, and you're like a freshman, it. right? About 15? Freshman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah freshman. So, hi. So, you know what? I started, because I, so that's another thing in, in my story. Sure. We came out here, me and my, uh, one of my other brothers came out, and we did a year of uh, middle school out here, just to see okay. if we liked it. Yeah. Because um, you had family I, out here. Yeah, we had family. But it was, prob- it was probably also... To get you out of the city so that there was less burden at home, too, right? To yeah, send you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was like, so we would come out here. We came out here for like one school year. And I went, that's where my grandparents lived in Rancho Penasquitas, which is yeah. like a super culture shock coming from, as a kid coming from Detroit to California to go to Rancho Penasquitas. Uh, which is a, with to, an upper, upper like, middle class. Middle class area. Yeah. To the point where it was like, yo, shit, we made it. And I was like, this, this is where I want to live. Um, so yeah, yeah. So like coming out here for that, we like I went to what was that middle school name? Black Mountain Middle School. Oh like, wow, okay. So you were yeah, out so, like in the kind of in the um eastern part of San Diego for people who don't yeah, know, right? Yeah, yeah. So like I came out here for that year. Then we came back, and then I started high school out here. And like at that point, like it, it was wild. Like I said, culture shock, man. Like, I went from being, like, damn near, like, the schools in Michigan, public schools in Michigan ain't shit. Yeah. So I went from being, like, top of my class to, like, coming out here and having to figure out shit again. Yeah. Like, I was, I was a good student for the most part. Even with all the struggles going on at home, I somehow maintained, like, a 3.5. Oh, wow. And, like, uh, what like, do you credit uh, that to? Do you think you just... My aunts. My oh, okay. aunt, Tasha and uh, Shatea. They were they, the one thing they were always important, always like hard on me about school's important. Gotcha. Make sure you have your education. Make sure you keep yourself 
well learned and everything. Yeah. So and yeah. they would they would come and they they would see like the troubles we're having at home. So sometimes I never got time to myself. I had to take care of these kids. They would come pick me up, help me with this shit. I because I had nobody yeah. to help me. My mom. Yeah. My mom didn't graduate high school. So they were obviously seeing a young, a young man at that point, but still a child having to deal with some very adult things. And they were, they were trying to, okay, but so let's get to the, um, so money wise, you said you started to, you started to panhandle. What, what was the first, do you remember the first time you did it? Oh man. I remember we just ran out of food stamps and I just went to the gas station next door. Like, yo, just going out like, Hey, we don't have any money. We're just trying to get a little bit of food. I'm trying to feed my siblings. Yeah. Uh, and at this time, like I said, we lived in Casa de Oro, Spring Valley area, right across the street from our apartments. We're like a wiener schnitzel and jack in a box. Yeah. So I would just like either go out there, try to get money, uh, try to hustle. Um, never anything illegal. Then I had older cousins who were selling drugs and shit in Michigan. They told me, yeah. To do that shit. But did you go um, – let me ask you this, though, Root, because yeah. this is why I think this is important. I want to pause here for a second. Yeah. I think it's – I'm picturing it in your head. You know, as you're telling me the story, you go, you go next door, you, you start asking, you know, obviously people for change or whatever, right, whatever they can yeah. do to help. And and I think – and I think there's probably a lot of listeners who are thinking right now, too, they, they've obviously been in those situations where they, they're on the other side, right, and someone's hitting them up. And yeah. most of the time, I think culturally people think, ah, those people are lying. They don't yeah. really need it. Yeah. Like, right? That's the, a lot of the times what people think, right? Yeah. It's a 100% a lot of Because, yo, even I used to be like that. To yeah. the point when people, like, to the point, like, I'll still give somebody a dollar. If I got a yeah. dollar. It, I've seen dollar. you do it a bunch of times. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm like, I don't, I'm like, yo, I don't know if you're lying. It's not up to me to decide. Yeah. Um, you, if you need it, you need it. That's uh, interesting, though, right? Like that, uh, yeah. you know, we you're telling me. Mindset. Yeah, but when yeah. you know somebody yeah. who's actually had to do it, it, it changes yeah. it so much. Okay, so um, are you, are you like, how are you developing as like a young man at 15, 16 years old? Are you, are you embarrassed to having to do these things? Are you like, uh, how are you taking I'm a, I'm that? A, I'm ashamed. Like, yeah. This, so the next part of the story, like, yeah, I'm, because I even have to start resorting to stealing from Albertsons. Okay. Going in there with backpacks, putting meat and food and stuff into the backpack. Just you and by like, yourself? Get, you would just walk in and... J- just just me, and sometimes I would take the second oldest with me. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, uh, he was better at stealing than me. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we, I would just steal foods, and at this time, by this, like, a few months after this, we got evicted from our apartment so we started living in hotels and we weren't ha- we were having like no money at all so stealing and panhandling were the only ways to feed ourselves yeah um, we, we were still living with people sleeping on people's floors shit like that it was it was, it was a rough time I so got was it like kids. a process of like saving up money okay cool we can get a hotel yeah. okay money's gone yeah. go back yeah, out and asking, get more money asking family for money yeah. making sure we had a place even the, the, my mom started dating this dude. He was like, I got family in San Ysidro. So we yeah. went from fucking Spring Valley to living in San Ysidro. I'm not going to school anymore. Yeah. You don't know what the fuck is going on. But I can't break. 100% I can't break. I got these other kids looking at me. I, I have to be tough. Yeah. 100%. 
I I can't let my the other four see like yo he's starting to worry. But so you were I though, worried for right? I was worried as fuck, of course. Yeah, like I don't I don't think any kid in that like who's like yo I got to look out for these kids. Like I'm not even thinking about mom. I'm thinking about these kids. Yeah. Like, did you feel Did you feel like your mom was um, carrying the same amount of worry? Because you said she was going through stuff and she was dealing with mental stuff. Was she? Yeah. Because I want I want to know like did it feel like yo am I the only one worrying about like you know what I mean like no, did it feel like 100%. that it's always yeah. felt like for and like because I I know I could have had people or I could have asked people for help but at that time I was a young man I was yeah. ashamed I didn't want to ask for help all the time mm. I was told I was supposed to be the man of the house yeah I'm supposed to take care of the, I should be able to take care of these situations man I couldn't so man. We get so my mom starts dating this dude. We go live with his aunt in San Isidro. I she kicks us out. So now we go to this fucking hotel in San Isidro. And my mom, her boyfriend, they leave. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, there's still shit. Like, I'm I've been finding out more about the story as I've grown up because right. they weren't telling me everything. I yeah, how like, could you know? You probably yeah, could yeah. put a lot of it together, right? So my mom went somewhere. I guess they got arrested. The uh-huh. hotel finds five kids. They don't care that there's five kids. They just want their money. Right. They kick us out of the hotel. Oh, shit. I, they kick us out of the hotel. They didn't I, call the cops or social services or nothing they, like that? They, they kicked us out. So, yeah, they, they just kicked us out. Wow. I grab all of our belongings, all of our stuff. There's a fucking park across the street. Uh, and we'll, we'll play at the park all day. I come up with this plan. Like, I don't know any phone numbers at this time. Also, this is a warning. Kids, remember fucking phone numbers. Don't depend on your cell phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because um, when that's gone, know. it's gone. Yeah, because yeah. didn't, we didn't have cell phones yet. So we're sleeping in this park. I'm like, okay, cool. We'll play during the day. Ryan, you're in charge. Why you? Why I go try to hustle up some money and some food? Yeah. You need to watch the kids at the park, and I'll be back. And you so guys I'll, are like, I have no idea where mom's at. I have literally yeah, no, no idea. idea. No wow. idea at all. So she, we were sleeping in this park under the jungle gym at night. I got his blankets, shit like yeah. that, for like four days. Did four anybody days know? Was, did Did anybody notice? Could you? I think so. I think that's somebody. That's where the. I think someone starts to notice. It's like, yo, these kids haven't been really changing clothes. They've yeah. been here four days. Are you going to school uh, at this time, Root? Not at no, all. That's just not done now, all. right? There's no time. Yeah, for yeah that. that's, right. that's that's done at this point. No one's I'm going to school. Going nobody yeah not one person yeah <laughs> and the youngest you have under your care is how old okay so we're uh do 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 at that time they had to be like five holy five, shit, five or man. six so like holy we're doing shit. that yeah so i'm like i'm taking care of these kids we're sleeping in this jungle gym like i'm trying to make sure people stay the fuck away from us like i gotta send you these blankets one night while sleeping in this park at San Isidro. To the point, I still get PTSD when I go to San Isidro because I see yeah. the spot. Oh, like, wow. I see the spot and I'm like, yeah. fuck that place. Um, I'm like, and the cops find us. Yeah. Like, they find us. Uh, they, they like, they separate us at first asking us questions. Like, and they, and it's wild. Like, they, they find us under this fucking jungle and they flash the light in our face. We're fucking afraid. We don't know what's going on. My first instinct is like, yo, get away from these kids. You know, I'm like, I mean, I've always been a big brother. Like, yeah, just like stay the fuck away from these kids. These kids are with me. We're good. Yeah, they want to make sure we weren't doing anything illegal or anything. And 
they like they go, they they take us to the police station in the cop car. Like the kids are freaking out. They put us in these fucking like interrogation rooms. Yeah. And then I guess amongst our like fucking our belongings, they find drugs. My mom and her boyfriends and drugs and shit. Oh wow! Like uh, that so, you guys yeah, had because you had everything had, with you guys, right? We had everything. Like I remember, even like I, I skipped over this part. I remember being evicted from our apartment in Spring Valley, and my mom was had the work, so I had the pack. I was responsible for packing up everything. I've never packed anything in my life. Wow! And I had to just like I didn't know we didn't have boxes. We didn't have so I'm like, yo, get all your shit. We're throwing it in these sheets. We're wrapping it up. We have to be out of here. Let me ask you this real quick, just to interject. In situations like that and situations where you were put in charge, was there a dialogue between you and your mom prior? Or is it like, hey, I'm going to go to work. You got this. Or was it just like, fuck, no one else is doing it. So I guess I got to do it. At that time, there was a dialogue. Yeah. That time, there was. That she, yeah. And I remember her being very pissed that I didn't have everything packed up. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I don't know what to, how to pack this shit up. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that one time, by leaving the kids with me, she was only supposed to be gone like a few hours. And I'm just like, fuck. But I wow. guess she got arrested while they were gone. And that's why yeah. we didn't see them for that X amount of days. Right. And you so guys this, didn't know that. Yeah. So at uh-huh. this point, they go to, we go to Polinsky which is a group home for kids. Right. And, and I mean, let's they, say they what keep, it is. It's yeah, like a kid yeah. jail, pretty much. It's a kid fucking prison. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. They, they have yeah. no bunk. They have door, dorms for each. They have, like, babies. They have kids. They have preteens. And they have teenagers. They're yeah. all separated. You got a school on campus. You got, like, a little gym. You got a cafeteria. Um, and... Like my my younger sibling, the the two youngest ones had to go to like the kids section. Yeah. Once again, I've never really been separated from my siblings, so I started wow. to act erratically. Yeah. Like I'm like fighting adults, like like threatening people. Yo, if yeah. you don't give me my siblings back. I want us all together. Um, to the point they like the people realized how like pissed off I was. So I was I was a preteen. So, yeah. so I had to, I was supposed to be in a preteen house, but they let me stay, or in a teenager house. They let me t- stay in a preteen house. Yeah. Uh, so I could be with the other two siblings. Oh, you know, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at that time, I was a very angry child. A very, very angry child. There's a shitload of things going on. Wow. I remember somebody picking on one of my younger brothers and me, like two people. And I remember beating the shit out of these two people because wow. they made my younger brother cry. And that's when the people at the group home or the, the kid prison was like, okay, you got to go to the teenage house now. Oh, so now they, gotcha, they, gotcha. they then separated me even more from like the kids, but we're still on the same fucking uh, property. Yeah. And Polinsky, I think it's still open. It like, is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shit. I was like, I have not checked on that place in years. So yeah. they separate me into these houses. I, st- I started developing even more anger, more hate. Just, just angry all the fucking time. Yeah. Um. And this is this is fifteen, and they, uh, then they find we Polinsky's a short term type of place. You're not. They, right. They right, send right. you there before. And you're awaiting placement, out. right? Yeah, awaiting yeah. placement. So then from Polinsky, I went to this place called NA15 New Alternatives over in like Hillcrest area, right behind that hospital. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like they place us there. 
it's a they separate me again. I'm too old, so I have to go to the teenager side, and they keep the other four siblings and the other side and they what's it what's it like there in your in the area you're at like what's what's the day-to-day day-to-day you the school you wake up you eat your breakfast in this cafeteria they separate the boys from the girls and shit like that of course separate yeah i was like yeah i was like all hormonal and shit so (laughs) you 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 wake up you uh eat you go to class uh you, you go back and you go outside, like you get yard time. Yeah. You get, it's like, yo, I'll see you on the yard. Fuck it. It's just, yeah, it's just like a holding, it's almost like what they do with chickens. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then like, and then they give, like, and the thing I like about fifth, uh, NA 15, which is like, I think I attribute to, like, kind of me getting less angry. They have, like, they at least had a therapist there oh, like okay. that for you to talk to people. They had, like, now, they had the weird, I would say, the uh, insane asylum room. So when you're feeling angry, you can go and just punch a dummy, things like that. Yeah. And this place was like, like they had kids on suicide watch. And then, like, they boarded you if you were, like, the better kid you were, the better room you got. So if you're yeah. a really good kid, you got a room with a TV in it and video games. And, I, like, if you were good at school, you got shit like that. And that, like, that incentive made me start being better. But I also admit, like, they gave you mentors. And I remember I, like, that was, like, one of the first time I got somebody just a little older than me. Yeah. And, I'm like, and he was, like, cool and taught me different shit. Uh, there were a bunch of kids in there. Like, they all came from the same background, parents on drugs. They were abandoned. They couldn't be taken care of well. And how long, how long were you, how long were you? In there, and now I was in in there for at least a year, like for, for that. Wow, for, for that one at Polinsky, I was in there for like six months. So um, almost almost two years combined. What was that across the board with everybody in the family, uh, or was it just you mostly in there? It, it, it was us. Everybody kind found, of followed you through the process. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. So so yeah. Then comes the day where uh, they find also. The, the, the social workers aren't shit. Yeah. Like, at least the social worker I had because we, like, there was some shady shit going on. She placed us in a foster home over at Skyline. And that's where uh-huh. I started. That's where I started my high school career in Morris. Right. In Morris for, for like two years. Right. Um, Which yeah, at like that time, put- uh, I, I mean, it's just so to give people who are not from the city, San Diego, um, it's it's kind of a gang infested area. It it is yeah. one of the bigger high schools. It's yes. it's very much a magnet school where people come from around the area to go to that school. So there's a yeah. lot of mixing yeah. of yes. of uh, kids from different areas. It happens a lot. And and it was in the time where they shut down Lincoln and yeah. all the kids from Lincoln had to go. Oh to wow, which was a rival yeah. school. Yes. Yeah. Which was like I I didn't know shit about that because I'm just still this new yeah. kid. Like yo, what the fuck is Skyline? Yeah, uh, and that's where the pi- a lot of the pyrus are from, the bloods. Yeah. yeah, so we we find this foster mom that they they keep us with that send us with. She's this over religious woman, but only three of us can go to live with her, and it's me, Ryan, and my brother Marquise. Wow. Um, and she, like at first she seems cool. Um, the social worker likes her. She she's like, yeah, you guys gotta go live here. They send. Uh, the twins, which kind of even like me more, from fucking North Carolina. Like what? They found a fo- yeah, they found a foster parent 
out there in North Carolina. Let me ask you something though. When, when they do something like that, or do you know, um, well, how do they make that choice? Like, why would they send someone from an area to a whole different, different, like part of the country? It seems like torturous. Yeah. And to to the point, I don't understand why they do something like that. Yeah. Like you get, they, they, they never explained it to you guys. They never said never. They just like, Hey, we found this family. I want to adopt Jalen Justin in North Carolina. I was like, okay. But so at this time, were they a black family? Yes. They were a black family. They they were black. Also, I don't uh, understand what's up with the religious and foster parent people. Um, because they were also super religious, from my understanding. Yeah, and you guys were not raised religious at all. Um, so I went to like my grandmother went to synagogue, so I would go to synagogue, right? Sunday school growing up, so like, but so like granny religion, yeah, yeah, that's the same with me. Like, I kind of just followed what grandma did, everybody kind of followed what grandma did. Like, we just went, we just went, we just. We behaved, went to but other than that, that like the twins are obviously going into a house that they're not yeah, going to be ready like, for. Yeah. So I, the lady we went to was like, I never even, I just thought there was like Christian, Catholic, like Muslim and Jewish. And yeah. then I found, this is when I found out there's like branches of Christianity. And she was like, El Espato or something. Yeah. Uh, Apostate or something. Like Christian. Oh, uh, yeah. Ap- Apostle. Uh... Apple, yeah. I'll, I'll think of it right I now. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but they spoke in tongues at church when they. I'm like, yo, this shit's weird. <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. Was, they catch the Holy yeah. Ghost. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, yo, I'm that's never, how I know. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yo, this shit is uh, very culty. Yeah. Um, but and so I were remember, they? Were they having you guys? You you were having to go to church? Like you were having we would, to go? We, we would have to go to church. We would have to go to Sunday school. And it no, choice. Help. no choice. No choice. No, wow. it was either you wanted like even one of the pre the one condition she had was, um, yo, if you want to live here, you have to get baptized. Holy shit, saying, is that yeah. legal? I don't think it is. Wow. So I end up getting baptized. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever, blah blah blah. Um, yeah. To this point, if you know me, like, like most people know, I'm like mostly I'm I'm atheist. So yeah. like that, like that whole. I'd say you're was, mostly sciency. Yeah, I think I'm that's super science. Yeah, yeah. So like, but like going into like a place where like my grandmother didn't make us go to church. I went to church because it was something she liked doing and made her happy. Right. These people were like, no, God, God's the only thing. And because of that, do you remember like, getting like, baptized? Yes. Yeah. Uh, like I remember, I remember getting baptized at like some church in fucking. Uh, damn, where is that place? What is it? La Mesa? I got okay. it. it was a church in La Mesa, east of San at, Diego. Yes, so uh-huh. we we got we got baptized there. Me, and my brother, and, and my other brother at this time, because there's only the three of us. She, um, I'm I'm in my teens. I'm starting to act out more. I'm hanging out with like she doesn't like when like we hang out with girls or if we're like oh, wow. I'm starting to yeah, like I'm starting to make friends. But like, you're like I'm 16, start- 17 around there. Yeah, yeah, about 16, 16 now. Yeah. So, so she, when she when fun- you're meeting girls, basically you're yeah, not allowed yeah. to meet girls. Yeah, not allowed to yeah. meet girls. I'm starting to get into punk music heavily. I'm in the metal with yeah. most oh, Christian wow. families. Yeah, like I'm in the like, So they I, thought I'm you were the devil. Yes. Wow. And, um, yeah, so like I'm getting into metal. My friends are not friends she approves of. Um wow. she doesn't like like it. Uh, she's starting to like make me do curfews. Uh, she's like, she's like hitting us. 
she's fucking. Oh, wow. She's yeah, I was going to ask yeah, you if there was yeah, she, some kind of discipline. She, that So yeah, she would literally she, yeah, physically hit you guys. Yeah, yeah. She was abusive. She was, like, trying to, like, she was taking us to, like, get, like, all these, like, different type of drugs and giving us these pill cups, shit like that. And I'm like, fuck this. Like, I remember one day specifically. Wait, you away. were getting pill cups from? Yeah. From, from her? this lady. Yeah. Not from, like, a doctor that said you Not need to have be on doctor. Board. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. So Holy we, shit. Like, so I'm like, one day, like my my best friend, his name is Justin. Yeah. He, he's like hearing all these stories. His mom and dad are hearing all of these stories. Um, they, they're they starting to go to classes, become foster parents to adopt me and my brothers. Yeah. Like, because they, they're like, no, this isn't right. Because they're aware that this is happening. Yeah. And they're like, they've talked to my social worker. They, I've talked to my social worker. I'm like calling back home to Michigan to talk to like, uh, like my family. It was like, yo, we, I, I want to get out of here. So you're desperate. Uh, um, yeah. And I'm like, and then it sucks because there's like, I, I run away one day. I go yeah. to my friend's Justin's house because I'm like, yo, I can't do this anymore. And I'm just like, uh, I, I tell her, I, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, fuck this, blah, 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 I leave. She pulls up to, like, I'm at my friend's at Justin's house for an hour. The parents are trying to figure out what they're going to do. And she, this is the wildest thing. She pulls up with the cops. And, like, they, the cops have to take me back because I'm not. Right. Because technically you're kid. under her custody. Custody. Right, yeah. She takes me back, right? And she kicks me out. Like, she gets me back, takes me back to the house. The cops come back. They talk to me like, yo, you're not coming back ever. Uh, you, you can't do that ever again, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I go to, and then after the cops leave, he makes me gather all my shit. She kicks me out. Wow. Like, so, so she like, brought you home to kick you out. Like, yeah. you can't leave. I'm going to make yeah, you yeah. leave. Yeah, I'm going to make you leave. Wow. And then at the same time, how my brain works is like, I don't want to get my friends and parents in trouble. Let me ask you I this though, like, really quick. Did yeah. she have 101 Dalmatians as well? Like, oh man, was she, she, was, she, she was, seemed like, <laughs> oh, like, she was evil. She was wow. evil as fuck. Wow. Like, yo, she was like, to the point, I'm like, yo, man, you for a super Christian person, you are not what they talk about in the That's weird, you, you right? Are, you, are, you are what they talk about in the Bible as far as like the demons go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, she, she kicked me out, and I was so afraid that if I ever went back to my friend's house, she would call the cops on them and like try to like frame them and get them in trouble. Oh, wow. So at this time in foster care, they're, they're giving kids bus passes. I take the bus pass and I go to my favorite place in fucking San Diego. I love mission beach. I just yeah. love water. So for my fucking, yeah, no. Okay. So I was, I think I may have messed up. I'm 15. Uh-huh. I'm living at mission beach. Cause this is my sophomore year. Gotcha. Uh, I'm living at Mission Beach. I lived there the whole fucking school year, and I lived there for a year and some change. And I'm, like, changing clothes. I'm, like, saving up money. At Mission I'm Beach? At Mission Beach. I Like, like I where? Where? Like, I, like, by Belmont Park. I'm sleeping next to Belmont Park. I'm taking Which a is, shower. like, a, an amusement park in San Diego on the coast, much like yes. um, Santa Monica Pier or yes. Santa Cruz Pier. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Um, so... It's wild because I, I I taught myself. I'm like, yo, I can take a shower here. Yeah, I can wash up. I can. I had a little place where I could hide my clothes and my belongings and my backpack. I even made friends with some of the local beach bums. I was doing homework. There, like, it, I ended up becoming like a community kid over there with the homeless people. 
Wow. They, like, look, like, to the point, like, that's also why I'm very thankful for, like, I don't judge anybody homeless because a lot of those people looked out for me, too. So, and, and you were there for, like, a year, you say? I was there for a year. And I would... Like, Where, where's weekends, the rest of the siblings and everybody? Where's... what's the, the other two siblings are at the... Uh, are at the, 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 the mother's house, the foster mother's house. Wow. So I'm still I'm still going there at night to visit them, like because I learned how to like take off her windows and go talk to my brothers. Oh um, shit! So I'm still seeing them, things like that. And nobody's uh, attempted to contact you at this point, like nope. Social the, the, nobody. The, the social worker has only come to the school to check on me where I'm at school, and like, so I'm like I've told. She's her not asking she, you where you live. She, she, she she is, but the mother she didn't uh, give a fuck. The foster, the foster mother is like he couldn't be here, so I had to sit. It's finally like around time. Like uh, my friends, Justin's parents, they they started realizing because it's summer. At one point in summer, I just like no no, it's winter break. Yeah, and I'm just like, hey, you guys okay if I stay like a like a week here? And they're like, yeah. And I finally like break down and tell them just because. That you're oh, sleeping said, on the beach. Yeah, I'm and this is after beach. a year of doing this. Yeah. Like, you and decide then they to. My, wow. Yeah. Like, dude, like, and then, and that's a big thing that played into it. I was stubborn and too embarrassed. Especially, I, I come from a place where, like, I didn't think people cared about me. So yeah. So it was like, like, and with everything going on, I'm like, these people don't I care. I mean, how could you? Life. How could yeah. you, bro? Like, honestly, yeah. you're at no point of your story. Was there a thing where people stopped and seemed to like care that much to change and, your situation? And then even as a kid, I like as a, even a teenager, I keep saying a kid, I realized people had their own life and I never wanted to be a burden on anyone. So I never asked these people about yeah. these certain things. I didn't want to ask my aunts. I'm pretty sure they would have taken me in. Um, but I like I had I, I was I, during the teenage years, I like I said, I got I was in some trouble, too. I was like stealing and like treating like other people i was acting out because like i said yeah. I thought nobody cared yeah i thought nobody cared so i, acted I mean out at that point more. let's be honest dude yeah i mean yeah. describing that person that yeah. you once were if we're describing yeah. that person as a stranger yeah. i mean anyone hearing the story has to be going like well yeah what i mean what would you be hoping for mm. at this point like mm. Doesn't seem like anything was coming down the road, right? It wasn't like, oh, you know, you're going to get a scholarship to this high school or to this college, yeah. and you couldn't even. I mean, I'm assuming it was pre- probably pretty hard to get around at some point, yeah. right? Yeah, it, it was bad, man. Like, like you said, it was bad. Like I said, I. And so, wait, you go to your friend's house. I'm sorry, because we cut you off. You, uh, we, oh, you go to your friend's house and you tell him, hey, can I stay there for a week? They say, of course. And. Yeah. Do they know, do they have an inkling that, oh, maybe this, is he staying somewhere or like, you know, what are they, what do they, they think? I, I think they, like for the dad, the dad sat me down, uh, Mr. Baker, and he was like, hey, are you okay? I, and he was like, and don't lie to me. Like he oh, was wow. stern. Like, I'm yeah. like, yeah, he, he was stern about it. And I'm just like. But you could tell he gave a shit. Yeah, he gave a yeah. shit. And I told him. And he's like, yo, this isn't right. So, also, foster parents get paid for keeping kids. So, this lady's yeah. also... It's a racket. Tell, yeah. 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 She, didn't wanna, she didn't wanna tell people I was gone because that cuts, that cuts down her paper a little. Wow. Um, How many so people... I didn't ask you that. How many people were in the foster home with you? Oh, my God. So, it was me, my two brothers, 
Then she had her grandkids, which also kind of fucked us up because her grandkids, like she cared more about them than of us. Course, she treated right. them better. Yeah. Um, like I'm it, sure they it, would it, play it, her like, against you guys and all that yes, stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- like, so whatever they said, they definitely got believed uh, when like they were doing like stupid shit and wouldn't, nothing would happen to them. So like it, she, she played favorites and things wow. like that and yeah, like you said, man, it, it it was it was wild. Okay, so like, your um your your friend's dad talks to you. Yeah, um, talks you're to obviously feeling. I I I can only imagine. Correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but I'm assuming as this guy who you probably you know you know, but he's not your family. You know, no, yeah, is literally showing like some, some sort compassion. of care. Was it yeah, weird to you? Did you act out yes. against it, or did you like? How did I, I you didn't take under, it? I didn't. I didn't understand it. I one hundred percent didn't understand it. I'm just yeah. like, what's he up to? Coming from, right? yeah. yeah, like okay. I mean, most adults who aren't related to me kind of don't give a fuck, as I can see with this foster parent, yeah, with the social worker, with the system that was created, right? Um, the so church. It, I mean, it's the church. The church didn't yeah. even care. No, yeah, the church didn't care. So it was. He called my grandfather. And my grandfather at this time, he was living in Rancho San Diego, which is like El- fancy El Cajon. Yeah. Um, he finds out. And I didn't also, I didn't want him to find out because at the only time I only had my friends and my brothers. Yeah. And there was a, there's a part of me that still to this day feels guilty. Like, cause my grandfather took me in. He didn't like, they just, I guess he made some agreement with the social worker where the, the foster mother still got money for me but I would go live with him to finish my last two years of high school. But I'm realistically, and she still I would, got paid for that. She, she got not paid. your grand. They weren't giving your grandfather money. They were, what yeah, the but, fuck? Yeah, so, so like they, you know what they gave him, a, they gave him a little bit of money. Yeah. Um, but, um, I would go to school with at my grandfather's house. So I started going to school at Valhalla. So, I would, but I didn't want to tell him originally because I didn't want to leave my school where all my friends were. Well, yeah. I'm not used to it because at this point I had been going to Morris for two years. Yeah, that is the longest time I've ever gone to any school. Oh See, wow! Like, so you definitely I'm, didn't want to leave. I didn't want to leave. I'm like, no. I've never, I've never been anywhere out of school long. Bro. Wow! So it was so like to me that was like that was a big milestone to me. Yeah, and you weren't trying and to I, give that up for shit. Not, not for, and I'm like, yeah, this is the most normal. Like, even if I had, like, mother and that was horrible. Um, the foster mother, at least I had like some. I had my friends at school. Yeah, my friends at school like kept me sane. Yeah, like, they they actually cared about me. Like, like I said, they showed. Like I said, because I was a hip hop kid at the heart. They yeah. showed me punk. They showed me like classic rock. They showed me like all this other shit. Like I never grew up listening to. They put me on more. Like they were wrestling fans like me. Like I never met any. Like uh, at this time, like I, this was like the biggest semblance of family I've ever had. Right. Like, I had I had my cousins, but these were people outside of my family that like like got me. They were into the same shit that was yeah. I was into. Well, uh, let me ask even, you this: Were you were yeah. you sold from the beginning? Were you like, yo, I'm I'm down for this, or were you like? It did it take you a while to kind of like trust it? Because obviously, up it, to that point, everybody kind of let you down at some point. Yeah, right? no, it was weird because I didn't trust it. Like my, my homie Justin, he was like, "Yo, you want to come up to my house to play video games?" I was like, "No one's ever invited me to their house to play video games." He was like, "Hey, we're having a birthday party. You want to come over?" They're like, <laughs> "Like, uh, even wow. like, 
like, yeah, they, 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 they did stuff. He's like, hey, man, I got a pair of shoes I don't wear anymore. You want these? I'm like, the fuck? Um, yeah. So, like, yeah, he's like, hey, man, I got you a birthday present. Ooh. Like, like I said, little things like that. Like, and so, and so you, you say your, your grandfather steps in. Yeah. Um, and then is that where you kind of link up with your uncle as well? Yeah, because like I would see my uncle occasionally. Our, yeah, our, uh, shout out artistic. Yeah, I, his I uncle would... is uh, DJ artistic, one of yeah. um, the founding members of the community here in San Diego, as far as like urban music, hip hop music. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was his uncle, right? Yeah. So and then so the, the, I see me and artistic, we've always been close. He's always been like my favorite uncle. Yeah. Um, I think he's my only uncle for that matter uh, so but we uh I, me and him didn't connect really i didn't really start taking up wanting the dj until after high school and i wanted to do culinary like i that was in high school that was the only thing i wanted to do i just wanted to do the culinary arts i wanted to be go become you like wanted to cook i wanted to cook yeah. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Yeah. Really? Like, I was doing like yeah I was doing like the home ed classes. I was like Oh wow I, it, chef it was yeah. Chef Rude, huh? Yeah, it was either that or I wanted to do like child development. Like, yeah, because like, obviously I, I was, you were an expert yes. at that point. Yeah, yeah. So it was either that. So I was taking like my electives were like home ec and uh, yeah. child development. Yeah, and I was like, yo, yeah, I can if I can become a social worker, I can do a lot damn better than what this social worker has done for me wow. and all the other kids that are my age. Like that was that was a goal for me. I'm just like. Yeah, and then um, and because I've always been into hip hop, I've always loved records. Uh, some of my first like hip hop, uh, my first hip hop experience was, um, I wish Earl was here. This is his favorite story. But back in Detroit, I was probably around seven, eight. Me and this kid got into a fight. Yeah. Um, I, I won obviously, and he got uh, <laughs> he got juiced. He had yeah. a Walkman, and it had the fucking tougher than leather. Run DMC tape in it, and I blast that. I blasted it for so long, <laughs> and that's how you so, kind of discovered hip hop. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, I love whatever this sound is. Jam you need to find game. that guy, bro. Yeah. You need to find that guy, <laughs> give him back <laughs> his shit, and be and maybe like a hundred bucks, and be like, yo, thank you. you. <laughs> I'm the DJ at Thought Fest now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I know you took I'm, that ass whooping, but do you understand? Yeah, yeah. That it was for a better, a better it was reason, for a higher purpose, right? One hundred percent, a higher purpose. Yeah, Earl loves me telling that story. He's like, "You were a bully." I'm like, "But I got I got Run DMC out of it." And well, okay, day, this, like, uh, and this is so yeah. weird, man, because it kind of brings us full circle. Uh, yeah. Because again, shortly after you hook up with your grandfather, I, I would say that you start to. Um, at this point, you're so used to running your own show. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> You short shortly after that, you kind of um, link up with some friends, right? Where yeah. that gets you to the place that you're at right now. Yeah. Um, you call it your second family. You explain yeah. that a little bit. Oh man, it's like, uh, like I said, not having like my family. We weren't always close knit. Like we we've gotten better through the years now, but I didn't have a bunch of people other than my siblings. And once I lost them, dude. I didn't know what the fuck a family was. Like, I lost my, I lost like the matriarch of my family. I lost my grandmother, and then I lost my other grandmother, and I lost my mom. Then I lost my brothers and sisters, and I couldn't even go see them. 
Like I like even I wasn't allowed to really see them when Mother Minette had them. I don't remember like I don't remember seeing them at all until they fucking uh, my other brother Ryan he got kicked out uh, of the foster mother's home. Then my my brother who's a shout out to him the one that he, he goes to Georgetown he got kicked out. But we all get like like luckily for them like Marque- my brother Marquise went to Atlanta with my aunts. Um, and my brother Ryan, he went to this other group home and like he, he ended up doing pretty good for himself and everything too. So yeah, at this point, like, yeah, Marquise is still in, going to high school in Atlanta now at this point. I'm, I'm going to school at fucking Valhalla, finishing up my last two years of high school. My brother Ryan is just starting high school, but he's in a group home. Um, and yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, because I could have let every I could have let everything in my past turn me into like a bitter, hateful person. And I'm not gonna lie, it, it was close to doing that shit. Like I also like during around that time I found out like from like they're doing therapy and different shit that I suffer from, like se- severe depression disorder. Uh, and like that shit, like for me, to the point, to the point, until I was 18, I didn't believe that shit. I was like, man, everybody gets depressed, especially as a black man in America. We don't take, like, for the longest time, we didn't take mental illness seriously. Uh, and it was, it was, it was stigmatism in it. And it's like, this shit now, like, like I said, I'm I'm positive because I'm not gonna let anything affect the way I think. I do shit for me, and I treat people how I've always wanted to be treated. Right, like, <laughs> right. Like that, that. That's the shit. Like I wish I had somebody like me when I was growing up. Like, mm. um, and I, I come from a family of tough love. My grandfather, he's always been tough on me. Yeah, him didn't. We never had the best of relationships. Uh, he he was. He was tough. I didn't. I didn't get it. I don't. I like to the point. Me and him, we're cool now. But growing up, shit, man. He told me like when I told him like originally, I was like, "Yo, I want to be a DJ." He's like, "No, you need to go into the military." Um, oh wow! I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He didn't want me doing the music thing. I remember him specifically not want me doing the music thing. Also, my grandfather has been in the music. Industry. Yeah, yeah. So he knew. 
he knew. Yeah. He 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 knew the things and he was like, yo, no, you need something stable. You come from this unstable background. And 100 percent I get where he's coming from now. Yeah. At the, at the time he was telling me, I'm like, yo, he doesn't love me, he doesn't support my dreams. He doesn't, but that's not what he just was like, yo, with everything that you've been through, you need something that's just there, something stable. Yeah. It'll be good for you. Um, yeah. even like because I Point is uh, back to the I mean back to the high school so like the two years of Valhalla, like I met some more of my best friends that I'm now like I just realized this the other day I think I posted on Facebook the friends I met at Morris I've been friends with them fifteen years this year wow and the friends from Valhalla I've been friends with them thirteen yeah like and I never once as a kid if you would have told sixteen year old DeAndre man these are gonna be your friends for the next. 15 years of your life, I was like, you're fucking yeah, dumb. No way, like, right? You, yeah. you, don't, you don't get attachments like that. That's not something uh, yeah. you're going to get at all. So, And I've been lucky to have these because their their family has accepted me. They like they they love me. Like I said, I've learned a lot from them and, I learned, and they've learned a lot from me because my best friend, he doesn't come from where I come from. And he living like so they hear like my life story and it's like oh wow I didn't yeah. think about this but yeah like, I think it's like I said yeah. I mean just within your story one we heard you know I think people kind of are, are forced to listen to this if they're listening to it they're forced to take in the idea that oh shit you know people that are homeless there is not a story that connects them straight across the board. There's many different reasons and many. And, and again, the next time somebody asks you for help, maybe not go straight to your mind. Like, yo, they're not, they don't really need that help. They need, you know, they're just asking. Now, you know, someone now I want them to have heard someone that they know that they follow, that they're aware of who has gone through those kind of situations. And it wasn't what we all think. It was yeah. really somebody who actually really did need help. And you're a testament also, not only to like your own perseverance, but yeah. it, it's dope. And you give this up a lot. I know you do. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a testament to just people like yeah. that. There's good people still yeah. that will are willing to help people just to help. Yeah. And that's the, that's the biggest thing too. I'm like, I'm a believer of people. Yeah. I believe people can change. People want to do better. <laughs> but we also like, we uplift one another. Yeah. I, there's a lot of other times where it's like, nah, fuck that fool. It's like, oh, that, oh, if I can go work a job, he can go work a job. It's like, yo, chill, man. Yeah. I, I, I you, don't that, you don't know everybody's story. You don't know everybody's story. Everybody's story at There's all. no way, again, and that's another perfect reason. There's no way that anybody would have guessed. If we said, yo, tell me what do you think DJ Roots' life was growing up, yeah. that the person that they get now, it would be really hard for people to go like, uh, this fool almost died in the streets. You know what I mean? Like that's that'd be really hard for. They'd probably be going, "Oh, he's probably super positive." You know, he had a good family upbringing. He he painted on the sun on Sundays. You know what I mean? Like, but obviously none of that shit was real. You had to persevere through a lot. Um, wait, tell people. Um, I know we're we're running up against the hour right now. We got Drake hat coming up soon. Um, but. Tell people about so guys, this is the first time Roots on. He's going to be on again, I promise you. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have him on a bunch of times. Um, 
but this is I wanted you guys to hear this early story. Like I said, he he's DJed for for the Fresh Date. He's DJed. He's the official DJ at the Happiness of Pursuit Festival. He DJs yeah. for Drake Hat and Cali the Dreamer, um, and pretty much all the famous rappers that you know. He has DJed <laughs> at some point for them. Um, yes, but. But I want people to know what you have musically coming up. I know you're in your bag right now. Yeah. Um, what can people <laughs> at least look forward to coming up uh, later in the year or maybe next year? I'm going to finally drop this beat tape I've been talking about for like the last, like since quarantine started. Yeah. It's uh, a homage to my, my hometown, the, the greatest basketball team to me, uh, the Detroit bad boy. <laughs> so, if, if you ever ask me, I'm, Oh I'm shit, man. We just person. all, we lost all our LA listeners right now. I don't know what oh, yeah. I just saw the stats uh, yeah. just drop. Goodbye. All our Chicago listeners are gone. Yeah, too. They're uh, all gone. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go off that. It's named after all the places I grew up in Detroit and the, the Detroit, uh, bad boys lineup. And when is that? When 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 can we expect it? Is it in the works? Like, what are we? What are you? What are you hoping for? I am shooting for uh, okay. October, late October next month. The uh, date to finally drop that. I've been reworking it, and I'm, I'm finally done. I'm so it's finally right around the corner. It. Okay, yes. well then there it is, right there, guys. So the next time Root comes in, he's going to be promoting his his new record, um, and then we can just talk music because, bro, we didn't even get. We you didn't and get I, into the mute. No, yes. we, I got to get into wrestling with you. Just, right? yeah. By the way, Root is my wrestling partner. Yes. If, if I ever had to pick a tag team partner, it would be Root. He, know, <laughs> he knows the art of wrestling. And it is an art. Yes, mind it you. is. It is an art. So the art of wrestling like I do. So he's going to be on again to talk about that, talk about the music. Um, yes. Man, dude, thank you so much, bro. Like you are definitely – a person that I, I hold very near and dear to my heart. Um, yes. You're one of the best people I've met out of hip hop uh, ever, which is crazy because you guys know <laughs> hip hop is got a bunch of crazy characters in it. Yes. Uh, this is a dude who has been trusted. You wonder why he's on like all these things. It's, it is because of his reputation as just being a great person to work with. And um, if you've ever seen him at, at the happiness of pursuit festival, he rocks the fucking decks as well. So um, guys follow everything he does. DJ underscore root on Instagram, right? Yes. Yes. That, is that the best place for them to go? Should they just go there and they'll yes. find everything? Yeah. Okay. They'll find everything. I'll, I'll probably post a new beat up today just because of this. Oh, wow. There you go. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> um, and by the way, I, I have to say this. I know there's a lot of people who might claim this. DJ Root taught me how to DJ. So <laughs> I, I had I had very minimal knowledge. Everything I learned about DJing was from DJ Root. He used to let me play his shit, like all his yeah. music. He let me go through it and do that. And that was super dope, man. So thank you so much, bro. Um Always, man. Much love. I, much always. love to you, bro. I love you. Um, Hip Hop Wins is where you'll find us one day, hopefully again. Hip Hop Wins. Soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, as you guys know, Happiness of Pursuit Festival has been postponed until next year. But we'll be right back, guys. So yeah, yeah. hold it down. Until then, um, follow Root. He's going to be putting out music for you to get through yeah. the rest of the rest of the year, right? Yes, yes. We got something coming up. All right, brother. Come back <laughs> soon, man. Um, thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, yeah, shout out Noah James, my twin. There, there, <laughs> there it is. There. Hi, Root. <laughs> that's, 
that's my boy DJ Root, man. Um, yeah, guys, it, please follow him. Um, in all honesty, again, one of the best people I know. Please follow everything he does. And um, we're coming up. I'm, oh, if you guys are wondering why I'm rushing, Drycat is actually in the Zoom call already. So I'm going to stop this, and then I'm going to jump back in with Dre. Um, so look forward to that coming up. Um, guys, if if you need to go check out past episodes, everybody from Reverie, Namik, DJ FM, um, Dizzle. Uh, man, we got so many people on the video version of Crappy Awesome. It's still new to us. We're still getting used to it. Um, so please forgive us if we ever have audio or video issues. We're working it out. Um, but uh, I can see my screen, unlike Tumex. So I'm right there with you, brother. Um, but follow Tumex. Go there. Tumex TV. That show's blowing up. It's one of my favorite podcasts right now. Favorite video podcast. Go there. Um, and then go to Instagram. Go to our YouTube. Platformcollection.com. Just go there and support us. And we will talk to you guys soon. Um, we'll be back with Dre Cat uh, in a minute.